Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall and it's up to you what sticks. Each episode, we go in-depth on an element of a fictional world, breaking it down and developing unique examples, live on the fly to give you ideas that you can copy, steal, or be inspired by. Whether you're a writer, a GM, or an all-around nerd goblin... It's a me, a nerd goblin. Looking to indulge your imagination. Jesus, we've got you covered. <laughs> I'm Ethan. I'm Kyle. And on this episode, we will be not discussing Mario. We will be discussing gods of death. We could discuss Mario. Too. Mario might be a god of death. Just, I've n- I've never played. Any Marios ever? I played uh, Smash Bros. quite a bit, but Thank never... You. That's like, good enough. Never anything more specific than that. Okay, well... That's cool. So I don't know. I mean, I do sort of like that idea of Mario being this like long lost eldritch being that's very confused and, you know, maybe a secret god of death. I think that would be a lot of fun, but I, I can't really say. You know, the god of death can be whatever you want it to be. It can. In, in true. like our conceptions of the god of death, we just imagine the Grim Reaper, right? Mostly. At least in the West, it's like we think of. Or, we th- or, or the angel of death. Yeah. Just like, you know, hooded figure. A lot of black skeletons, sides. sides, dark ghost of uh, uh, Christmas the, past. No, the other one, Christmas. ghost of Christmas, Christmas yet to come. That one, the god of Christmas death. future, Christmas yet to come. I think is the official term. I have never read. I don't think I've read like the official Dickens version. I think I've just read like the other version. I of it. had never seen or read any version of it until this past year. So my only exposure has been the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's fair. You're also Jewish, so this would be it's true. A, I understand why you weren't really exposed to. No. I, I always stars. knew about like Ghost of Christmas Past, but I'd never seen the whole thing. It was pretty great. All right, well, cool. Michael Caine did a great job. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Wait, is that my cocaine or your cocaine? Is that the bear's cocaine? The bear's cocaine. It's the bear's cocaine. Cocaine bear is everywhere. I don't do cocaine. Cocaine bear could be a good god of death. We are way in the weeds now. Let's get back to terrible. I, I mean, okay, but like legitimately, anything that's like. If you're going for God of Death, that is, because God of Death can be scary, or God of Death can be very, like you said, angel of death, be very peaceful, and the conception of whether or not death is good or not. Is death something to be feared? Yeah, and if it's like, if you want to be feared, it could literally be cocaine bear, you know, like an insane monster can be your God of Death. Absolutely. You can have it be Cthulhu or some eldritch being, as you aforementioned, like it could be something like that, or it could be uh you know a sweet little grandmother who is just gonna give you some tea and you're gonna quietly take a nap take a nap i think you covered it i mean i think for me we're not gonna in this episode go too deep into conceptions of the afterlife and what that could look like and whether or not it's actually real that's a whole other episode we have planned this is more about how do you structure death into your pantheon yeah assuming you're having a pantheon or it, it could be really interesting if you do a world where you don't have a pantheon. It is monotheistic, but mm. the one god is the god of death. Hmm. So it's not like a god that is all-powerful. It is just a god that's like, well, and, and and I do this in my homebrew is like the one thing that is inevitable is passage of time. Right. And that ends in death. And so you can expect, well, the one thing, you what know. Are you Serial Pharrell over here? What's going on? What do we say to the god of death? Not today. Not today. So, if, you know, if death is the only God. The only inevitability. Yeah, it's like death and taxes right. is, is a famous saying is the two right. things are inevitable. So right. why wouldn't you have a God of death as the only God? Because it's the only thing you know for sure. Stands to reason. Yeah. 
There's no, there's absolutely no reason it, it can't be that. And I think even having that mm-hmm. as a monotheistic religion doesn't necessarily change the fact that that God can be viewed different ways and maybe worshipped differently in different people by different in different cultures by different people yeah depending on their relationship with it i can imagine a warrior culture in that world being having a very different relationship with the god of death than a small tribe of druids in that world actually maybe not maybe warriors and druid would both have pretty good kind of ease with the concept of death yeah i think i mean because think about think about who would be most uncomfortable with with death as a concept those with a lot to lose in life yeah and who don't have a sense of something after because that's i mean that's critical to this question of like is the afterlife question which we are trying to keep away from because we're trying to keep it contained but whether or not there's an afterlife will play a lot of a role into how you worship. It doesn't God matter whether or not it exists. It matters whether you believe yeah, it exists. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah. So I guess we can, we can set aside version, genuine versions of an afterlife Correct. for later. But believing in, in some kind of afterlife will mean that you're probably more okay with death. But also Potentially. The, but also lifespan. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're in a culture that – like if, if in your world people are like – if diseases are cured, if this is a sci-fi world where people live to 900 because we've got so much biotech and you can just get medical implants forever, then you, you wouldn't be really afraid of death probably. You'd probably be pretty excited for it because you'd be like, well, you'd I You'd be know, tired. I'd be, you'd be tired. Exhausted. And assuming there's a god. Oh, and that would be very interesting to have like – I love the idea of death being associated with sleep. Mm-hmm. And so the Sandman – being the god of death in that case you know if we're if yeah. we're attributing something from our from our zeitgeist into another world like anyway, i think so I, I love the idea of the god of sleep being associated with the god of death or the god of sleep being a manifestation what, of the god of death and we talked you talked this once before this brilliant idea of people worshiping a god and not realizing it's a different god yeah and so the idea that you're worshiping a it, it'd be interesting if in in a world so you do have a pantheon mm-hmm. and there is a god of sleep mm-hmm. like, like a, a rest god and there's a god of death but they're the same God and you don't realize that. Yeah. So like people are worshiping this God of sleep very um, over the top and very excited. You know, everyone loves to sleep. It's so it's such a peaceful like temple you go into. Yeah. But people are really afraid of the God of death because they don't want to piss him off. They're like, oh, no, don't, don't take me so soon. Right. And and this God is up there being like, I don't understand this. It's like two different <laughs> societies. Like, well, you guys seem to love me one day and then you hate me the next day. What the hell's going on down Make there? Make up your mind. Yeah. It could be kind of fun to be like, to like, you know, if, if you're telling a story from the perspective of that God, him yeah. just b- being annoyed, like what the fuck is wrong with you people? Stop yeah. being afraid of me and loving me. Are you all like having a breakdown? I don't get it. Right. Just, just pick a lane. And also who's a lane. <laughs> and also I think that, that deity would probably think that they need to work on their PR because somewhere along the line, the messaging has gotten very confused. People were not on track. And it could mm. be that multiple of these domains are housed under one God, but specifically for death, it's also that they happen to have sleep. They could also have other stuff too, being mm. like, oh, like the God of death is also the God of the silence su- or the God of the sun. Sure. Just be like, oh, because the sun's constantly like the, the sun rises every day. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. So is death. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You come up Moon with rise. You come up with any absolutely. Because inter- the thing is, like, cool. the way that you want to set up death and the afterlife, 
depending on on how you structure yourself, you structure your world around death, you can make it so that death is associated not with anything grim or anything dark, not the traditional things of silence and sleep and you know violence, any mm. of that. It could be that it is the god of time. The, that would fit well into your world. Oh, the way it does. Uh, yeah. But like the god of the harvest. Because well, that's where the Grim Reaper, Reaper came from. Is the the scythe was a was a, but it, but like take that farming take farming that, implement. Yeah, exactly. But take that one step further and just say like, oh, it's just like every plant must be harvested to keep the world going. You must die to keep the mm-hmm. world going. And you just those two things are can be you can marry the idea of death with anything because it's just a natural part of every ecosystem and every cycle. So just you can you can be like well tie the god of death into it, it, it's also the god of the moon yeah because it's, like it, it can be anything the god of death is more as a concept is more interesting I think as like an expression of the way that people in a culture view death yeah and so I love the difference for example between I don't know the name of the Norse god of death I don't actually know if there is one. Someone hopefully will tell us afterwards, but I love the idea of in Norse mythology, the afterlife is Valhalla, this endless feast and mead hall and just this you party forever versus in Greek mythology, the, you know, Hades or or Pluto, the god of death is very lonely and sad. He's not evil, but very lonely and sad and kind of just shades of gray right like it's all just very bleak but it's not sad right like and so i just think the difference there so thinking about (coughs) so thinking about the cultures in your world will tell you a lot if you have a warrior society like the orcs in skyrim or the canari in dragon age they might have a very they could either see death as like an old friend and they greet death as an old friend, someone they're excited to meet, or they could see death as their ultimate enemy. You know, the ultimate, the ultimate, uh, the last battle to be won. Yeah. Um, couple of things. Hmm. One, uh, the Norse god of death is uh, Hell, Hale, Hell. H E L, H E L. So, uh, googled that while you were talking. Thank you. Uh, uh, and I want to quickly give a shout out to the game Hades, which is really good and shows. Hades is being a bit more of a sad sack. He's like, nice. He's a shitty father. Yeah. Uh, but it's not that like death is evil by any stretch. And it shows the underworld where they're all kind of friends. They all know each other. Yeah. There's like it's all petty grievances or whatever. Yeah. Um, Versus if you look at you know in the 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 Hercules yeah, Disney where, where, movie, where he's the villain. He's where he's the villain yeah. and very clearly modeled after the devil or the shitty. Was that movie with the, you know, release the Kraken and... Uh, uh, Crash of the Titans? Thank you. That yeah. one, Clash of the Titans. Crap of the Titans? Crap of the Titans, where it's it's Ray Fiennes doing his very best and all he does is speak like this, but he's somehow also made out of lava and that doesn't make sense. It's all just yeah. very... Hades should be just like, a, like just he's sad. He's overseeing a pretty grim thing. Yeah, it's not fun, but it doesn't necessarily have well, to be. Well, it doesn't have to be fun. And this is what this was the second point I wanted to do, which is noodles, noodles on... Do it on the idea of greeting death as an old friend hmm. is that well, say in your world reincarnation is real mm-hmm. everyone knows it hmm. there is a cycle hmm. it's like i'm thinking of a world where there's like a there's like a fixed population hmm. there can only be there are only a consistent let's say one million people on this on this world whatever it is 
they're in a constant cycle of reincarnation. So they're always being put back into the system. They're always being put back on the world. But when they but they go back and they they greet death, they talk hmm. to death. Death is hmm. is more of like um he's like a job placement program to a degree. But I'm thinking more of like um Steve Buscemi and the Miracle Workers, which is a great TV show everyone should watch. That. But it's basically like like he's he's like God who just kind of is like watching Earth and being like. It's like a game to him, yeah. and he's like, like they're kind of meaningless. Yeah, but like this god of death is kind of like, this is like a project. That's interesting. It's just seeing what happens, watching it play out. Maybe it's like a war game for yeah. a for like a bigger. This is like a contained version of the universe, and there is actually a whole lot, you know, outside of this world. It is free reign, and there is like a whole different situation going on. But within this world, there's just this like repetitive cycle where where the god of death is like is indeed a friend because mm. everybody knows and they keep dying mm. and it's like a warring system do their memories transfer over in a world like this i think like you you'd probably be like part of it will transfer okay. so the their knowledge of like the core concepts or maybe entirely yeah. which would be interesting and like to do like a that would full be dark though it's like, like fully reincarnation like yes fully reincarnation but like this endless cycle that you can't break. I mean, there there is there is something there that's sort of an entrapment, right? Like where you're 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 just stuck in the cycle. How do you get out? Because then that's not death. But it depends on on how you're kind of programmed for it. Because you're you're implying that they'd be programmed to want freedom. They don't necessarily want that. This god of death is is basically giving them no real desire other than go down there hmm. and try to win. That's cool. I dig it. You could, I mean, you could also, you could make it so that eventually they want to be freed, and then you have like a whole, you could make like a whole story about that of them trying yeah. to like break free from this god of death. But I'm assuming this god is pretty powerful and be like, nah, man, we're good. I think that's really interesting. The idea of of death as as an old friend and also an opportunity for change. Yeah. Um, yeah it could be something to change, be, something to look forward to. Talking about choice. Hmm. So you go to the god of death when you're reincarnated. And much like the Buddhist concept of samsara, of like you keep going through the cycles and you try to kind of climb up. Mm -hmm. But you go to the god of death every time you die. And you say, you know, you have like a negotiation. Hmm. You're like, I really want to be a cheetah when I hmm. come back. What do I got to do? And the god says, hmm, you got to. And they might have a whole plane of existence. that They're like, in my domain, you need to do these things. And you basically... You like work for him, or you have to like you have to cut some kind of deal. I don't know. I don't know how the mechanism of that works, but you like mm. you negotiate. Like I, this is my choice, and maybe it's that you're like okay, you guarantee that I'll be a cheetah in two more lives. But I get I get two lives as a fish. Hmm. When I'm done with the fish lives, I'm coming back as a fucking cheetah, right? right. And Death says, yeah, sure, you'll be back as a cheetah, and you kind of you negotiate, and so you you could say. You, you have this like long game situation mm. going. So you could say, I really want to be born into the king's family. I right. want to be in I don't line. I want to be the king, but I just want to be like the middle child that no one has any expectations of. And, and to do that, you have to do 100 lives hmm. as a lowly critter. And if you want to be born to be next in line to the throne, you have to be 500 lives as a regular critter. Hmm. Then you get like the potential conflict of say you've got two people who's who negotiate at the same time 
to both become next in line to the king. Mm. They, they, they're born as twins mm. to the king. Mm. And now they, they got to duke it out. And they have to duke it out. And, and they will not. They're like, I just did 500 cycles as a goddamn mm. caterpillar. Didn't I the, never even became a butterfly. Didn't read the fine print. Or, or they didn't stipulate it in the contract. Or, or death just fucked up. Great legal drama. Yeah, it's, an int- it's a legal drama, but I also like the idea of like a succession drama. Yeah. And it adds this um, this interesting choice element that if you're a god, you could place people where you want them. Sure. But instead, but if you're trying to keep like a whole system running and you need that reincarnation, you need every single part of the ecosystem to be flourishing, to have people. It's interesting. Y- you can offer deals and be like, we're really low on manatees. I will mm-hmm. give... If someone can do like a few cycles as a manatee, I will guarantee you, like you're really attractive next time you're around as a as a human. Like this is, this is really, God is just HR, <laughs> but, but like an HR that's competent and can spin a lot of plates yeah. and keep keep the world running. What's that like? Yeah, we we might be running out of noodles on like reincarnation, uh, God micromanager. But I like the idea of taking the idea of reincarnation and making it more hands on. Most reincarnation setups, as far as I'm aware, it's not particularly hands-on. No. It's more of, did you earn a promotion? Did you go up? Right. Like, yes? Okay, great. Versus, well, what, what are you going to do for me? Which gives me some a small dish, a small bowl uh-huh. here, because it makes me think of the idea of you know death meaning many things. Well, think about Anubis in Egyptian mythology, you know, and death is the judge. But what I love about the idea of reincarnation is not just that it's necessarily completely, you could have it work in your world where reincarnation works 100% efficiency. Every single thing gets reincarnated over and over again. There's never any population change, et cetera, et cetera, right? But then thinking of death as a judge and you have two options, afterlife or reincarnation. Yeah. But you have no idea if it's a good place or a bad place and so then your perception of death becomes well i have to make the case for myself based on what i think because nobody knows and the whole culture is around not knowing and so everyone's just sort of grasping at straws trying to figure it out they all know the judge is coming judgment day is coming and i don't mean that in the apocalyptic sense the way we use it typically in the west but literally your day in court is coming. Yeah. And if your heart is weighed against a feather of truth, like in Egyptian mythology, and it is heavier or lighter, you go off to the afterlife or you get reincarnated. Who knows? I, I, I think that's the end of it. But it's, it's this idea of death as a, it, it's a, it's a different perception of death as this moment of change, this moment of evaluation. Yeah. I, that might be. I, I don't have anything else on that, but no, I, no, no. I. But yeah, it's interesting just to, to think of it as like a. Uh, do you want to end your run, or do you want a, one more shot? Like, yeah. it, you know, to, do you think you could do better next yeah. time? And uh, you. Oh, that's interesting. You have to make your choice in advance. Yeah, or 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 you just walk into a room and it's like very much like out of the good place where it's like there's door there's like tube one, tube two, and it just says, yeah. uh, get judged or. Uh, try again right yeah and so so you keep going into like all right i did a great job but it could also create interesting dynamics of uh-huh. people keep people will be like trying again be like nah i'm just gonna fuck around this yeah. time I'm gonna be like I'm, I'm just gonna like be debaucherous as fuck and they we'll get see. reincarnated as literal trolls but yes yeah, so, i mean they, they might be re- reincarnated as trolls but more that like they 
get the opportunity to just keep going as many times as they want, doing whatever they want. And mm-hmm. then they just have to get serious at some point and be like, all right, well, now I'm done. Hmm. Let me do a serious run. And then I'll like get judged. Yeah. And that might go well for them, might not. I don't know. But I want to I, I wanna do a whole new set of noodles. Yeah which is lingering in my mind this entire time is I like the idea of death being a bit more confrontational antagonistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause it, like obviously and we're talking about versions of death that are you know much less scary or whatever, but I like the idea of death being a bit um, territorial and a bit uh, pissed off. If you try to mess with it because people are concentrating to defy death. I think I talked about this. Did once you just before. watch final destination? No. Okay. Um, but I think I, t- I, t- I mentioned this before in another episode. I don't remember which one, but like the idea of, death being really pissed off if you're keeping people alive for longer than they should be alive i think we talked about it um with like uh, that's very worshipers of say more, say more worshipers of that god yeah trying to you know like people are like oh medicine is spreading uh-huh. and you have people worshiping the god of death being like no 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 like don't stop, stop that stop prolonging life longer than it needs to be right and then we get to the euthanizers of of your whatever right but i like the idea of like the god just like specifically intervening and creating this like this sense of fear for people mm. that like if you get sick, mm. that's me specifically saying it's your time. Right. That isn't like a worldly problem. Right. That's a divine problem. Any any illness is the god of death saying, I think you're I think you're up. Come on. Any accident, any anything. Any. So it's like like the concept of everything happens for a reason. The reason is always the same. Right. It's the god of death wanted you. But it is everything is happening because it's the god of death saying, I want you out. Or no illness exists. And the god of death just plucks people out of like at random. So you could be having a conversation with somebody hmm. and all of a sudden they just drop dead. And you like, can see their soul kind of being sucked out of their body. And and you know that death just, just grabbed them. And you create like a whole society that lives in like a, a, like a permanent sense of uh, perpetual it, fear. No, and that everything's ephemeral. Oh, interesting. That, like, it's it, like, it, because if you did that on a societal level for a long enough period of time, you take away our societal norms and our cultural understanding, then you would you would have a a system where people are a bit more appreciative of the fact that life is very temporary, and you'll just all of a sudden die, and you live a little bit more free to a degree. I imagine. Would you, when you say free, do you mean reckless? Maybe with with a little more abandon. Because I could imagine seeing that as like, oh, yeah, I'm going to jump off this cliff. If I die, it was my time. If not, it wasn't my time. Maybe. Interesting. Okay. Or is that the the worst thing to do? Because the god of death would say, it wasn't your fucking time. Mm. And we'll punish oh, you. Because you're give testing you, death. And they'll give you more pain. Ah, they will, and keep you alive for longer. So like, war, so war is really a bad idea because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go to war, if you you're get injured, you're going to piss off the god of death because that, that says, I'm not ready for them. That's Like cool. I decide when people right. come up here. And if, right. you, and if you mess with the timetable of anybody's life, yeah. you are messing with me yeah. and I'm not going to take that. Yeah. And that could be kind of fun. You get this vindictive death who is only vindictive to people fucking with their domain. But if you just, if you like live your life normally and peacefully, everything's fine. You'll die a very, a very painful and sudden death. Just popped out. You mean painless. 
painless. Yeah. Pain, yeah. Sorry. Painless. <laughs> we'll die a very painful. And and sudden, <laughs> just all of a sudden, just a, a white hot pain. Ah, oh, damn it. Dead. Yeah. That's very, that's very cool because I like the idea of number one, you could have someone being, as we have in real life, convinced that God you know, the God of death told them that they're the agent of the God of death and that they were told to go every cult murder leader. all these people. Yeah. Every single cult, leader, every right? serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. Every single one. Um, but you could also have, and I think we talked about this a little bit in our magical cities when we talked about the divine cities where you have agents or priests of the gods of death, kind of getting back into that euthanizers being almost more like assassins. And you get basically Thane Krios from the Assassin from the Mass Effect 2 series, which I finally just recruited him. He is unspeakably cool. Yes. I am very excited to have him in my party. But you get to that point where this, this task, you know, these clerics of the God of Death are not, they ain't nice. They are out there. They're very calm, very stoic. But... If they kill you, that is because they have been divine, literally divinely told. This is, of course, assuming that this god of death is real. Yeah. That your time has come. Okay. Here's an interesting twist on that, maybe. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some garlic bread on the side of your, of your pasta. Do it. They don't kill you. They come and give you a, a timetable. They say, you've got one, one month left. Oh, your, time's, cool. your time's about up. Just FYI. Say your goodbyes. So the, so the priests, yeah. the priests are still agents of them, but right. but and they're just called the timekeepers. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah. their 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 only gig is relaying the message on behalf of the god of death because you don't want to deprive her of her kills. Right. Like that's her decision. Yeah. Not yours. No, that's great. You don't get to kill people. Right. Because if you're, yeah, yeah, as we got to. So instead, so they they just come up and say, and which seven days. Yeah, basically, like, if you lived in a world where everybody knew precisely when they were going to die, and I think I've seen this, this like, in different stories or I, something. Yeah, where, this sounds familiar, but where it's people, a great idea. Where people know how long they're going to live, so then they start changing up the way that they do things. Yeah. But if instead it was it was not, you don't know how long you're going to live, you, you just know when you have about a, a week left. Right. So then, and sp- simply to put your affairs in order. And that would be really interesting from a economic perspective, because then you would have an entire industry of people... Where they're like, come to Zippy Gyms and we help you get your affairs in order, lickety split, just in time for the timekeeper, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And like, you have this whole. I can just imagine Zippy Gyms. I love, I, I love, I love the idea that it is like because I love the idea that it is in like an upbeat, like little gnome guy. Zippy Gyms, come on down, and we'll we'll help you take care of your, your, your like. And they're just like they're very pleasant and right. like excited because it's not a thing to be feared, right? And it, it, it's almost you know. People want to have, uh, like, you know, and we've talked about this, like, funerals versus, like, celebrations of life. Yeah. But oh, instead, my God, the event planning industry. The event planning, like, because everybody's going to have a going away party. Oh, my God. And and it's going to be, like, probably oh, a mixed bag of an affair. Sure. But it, depending on the cultural, like, system, it could be very much a celebration because everyone's, like, people are pretty honored to go because it means that the god of death found their soul somehow useful Worthy, at this particular yeah. time yeah and no one really knows what's going on completed a task they they learned what they needed to learn milestone leveling yeah okay um i like that idea some noodles on that specifically is like people the god of death 
almost like you like you have a secret mission. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is, but when, when like every, people are frequently told their time is up after a milestone, right? Or like you they com- complete something. They, they don't like, know what you finished a construction project. Right. Here you go. Time's right. up. You submitted a paperwork. Your 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 child uh, grew up and is now moved out of the house. Here you go. Yeah. Like it could be anything. <sighs> you just touched on my favorite thing: morality that makes absolutely zero sense to us. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, all sense. you did, you picked this flower. Bring. It's like your time um, is up. Uh, and then you're just look, looking at this daffodil. Yeah. Fuck are you? Like, take any of, like, the warrior cultures yeah. of, like, how excited they are to die to be, like, we're going to Valhalla, woo! And right. it's like, okay, well, like, imagine if you just do, like, a much more chill version. And it's not that we have to go do anything more. It's that whatever it is, I already did it. Yeah. I don't even know what it is necessarily. Yeah. But I've been told that I fucking nailed it. Yeah. And it's my, it's my time to go. Yeah. And then, I'm, then you have a party. People are excited for you. They're happy that you completed your goal. But then there's also the sadness of, like, yeah. oh, I didn't complete mine. And you create that, that that wondering what's left. Why am I still here? Yeah, and you'd, you'd almost create uh, <laughs> the therapy industry is going to really boom. Yeah. You have a lot of people who are like, but you probably like who are searching for what for what is it that they're supposed to be doing. So it's right. especially if you're like, it, say you're running a uh, a, a, a TTRPG really in this scenario. Sure. It's a built-in way for anyone to be an adventurer yeah. because everyone's like, I don't know what my purpose is. Yeah. Do I need to go on an adventure to find it? I yeah. guess so. Like maybe that's the thing that I've got to do to please the god of death. Yeah. So and like, then there's the one death domain cleric that's still in the party, or the grave domain cleric who just doesn't speak, and then infuriatingly does not speak. And then at one point, uh, just hands everybody a, a, a note that yeah. says one week. Yeah. And then and, and then they're all like, "Fuck, we did it!" And that's how you end. That's how you end the campaign. Yeah. And then uh, the grave cleric leaves, and then you get a new character. Or the grave cleric leaves, and, and it's a TPK within a week because right. you've been told. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of the campaign. Yeah. I think. I think that's a lot of fun. I think that could be cool. Yeah. I love what we're doing. You know, talking about conceptions of death that are positive. You know. <laughs> Death is a spectrum, and famously said by uh, the agent of the Raven Queen, Vincent Valraven. Um, that was Ethan's character in a D&D campaign. Yeah. Uh, the most profound thing I have ever will ever say. Um, but I love I love that idea of, of actually death being a spectrum, right? And it can be something to be feared or something to be cherished or to look forward to. But I also love death is neutral it is just like movement from one world to a next particularly if you are in a world where you know the afterlife to be another it, physically it exists it exists in some other right you you've quantified the soul you you you've measured it somehow right and i can imagine then i i have i'm obsessed with this idea of the subversion of of tropes right where in the west you know there is this idea of jesus as the shepherd leading the flock um, on to, to glory of the afterlife in the kingdom, you could flip that or play with it a little bit so that it is not it, the, the concept of death as a shepherd and like the visions of death being the God of death being treated as a shepherd leading you on, I think is a very beautiful and natural and poetic way to think about death. And, yeah. and you could even describe it as like the long walk. Okay. Right. And and it's like, oh, I'm about to take my long walk and 
Well, I'm now having the Tolkien song, you know, the road goes ever on and on down from the right. Like, and it's yeah. just it's death is this journey ahead of you. And so I can imagine an entire culture built around that concept of like, you are given your walking stick. And that is part of the ritual. And, you know, part of when it comes time for people to die is or, or you know, they are sent to walk off into the world. And that is the last time anybody sees them. Now, um, combining the shepherd and the walk with a little Tolkien there of there is a shepherd. Everyone knows he's the God of death. You'll see a shepherd being, is that him? him?" And then people will be like, no, that's not him. But sometimes it is him. And he just kind of walks around the world or it's just seen at various points. You you don't, people don't actually know what he's doing, Yeah, but like he'll walk through a village and people might just, you know, like an old person might see him out the window and go, all right, guys, I'm out. That's it. And then get up and walk out and, and follow and follow. Uh, so you, it, it, and then it, it moves into this optional realm of like, when, whenever you decide it's your time, I love you join. That. I love that. And, and that and, feels very final fantasy, actually. I don't know why, but I, it, know, it, I, it, I, I love the idea. I love that of death popping up here and there. Yeah. And, and it just being very flowy as we're, yeah. as we're both moving our hands around in a very flow yeah. uh state you know it is just kind of like oh passing through it's and it's very gentle mm-hmm. it's like a gentle breeze death is a breeze going mm-hmm. through a town mm-hmm. and it's up to you what you want to do with that do you let the breeze take you or not yeah in some way i'm, I'm thinking of like i'm thinking of d- different i'm thinking of, of different uh versions of that so say it's a coastal city and there's a there's just a small ship that, mm. that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, it has no markings. It has very pristine wood. Mm-hmm. There's nobody. There's nobody on it. You can't yeah. see anybody. But if you get on the ship, the ship goes off, and much like Tolkien going, you know, yeah. sailing into the west, into the west. But you've got. It, but it's just kind of a boat will be here for the next 24 hours. Yeah. You know, make your way down, yeah. and people get on the boat. Boat takes off. Mm-hmm. Bye. And it's great. And beautiful. In that world, nobody actually knows what the fuck happens. Right, yeah. So you could even spin it and like, bring him back the the shittier version of the God of Death. Mm. Of This is manipulative as hell. And they're trying to convince people that, that death isn't scary. But they're actually using them for something more, or not more malicious. Even, imagine that it's not even an actual God of Death. Imagine that this is all just... I love that idea of being manipulative. This is just a ruse put on by... Like somebody's enemies, enemies or aliens, where they're just like, "Oh no, oh you, my get, God, you get on the boat, and then they're just taken up to the ship, and that's experiment fodder, right?" Like, and they just yeah. run test, right? Like, but then again, or you could also get to the point of you get back to that point. I like this because it 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 gets us back to where we started with the the concept of looking at death and saying not today, of death. Sort of, there is this push and pull between death being inevitable and also this very human idea that we can still control it through our actions, through our, through our skill, through luck. And so you are putting the, in, in this, this bowl of noodles makes you think that death is something literally you can look at and say not today versus having this attitude of not today being something more, or this philosophy of not today being something more of an attitude that you use as a motivator. Uh, We've talked about warrior tribes seeing death as like, the ultimate rest after a battle, the ultimate feast after a battle, going back to that Valhalla thing. Or I like the idea of death being something that you 
have to fight off and death is the ultimate duel the ultimate challenge and so you have a warrior tribe who is so stupidly skilled at fighting because they believe that if they are good enough at fighting they will be able to conquer death they will be able to literally fight off death and win that duel and so it means they start training from the moment that they are six months old and they just and they are they're all they're all normal they're maybe they're magical maybe not it doesn't matter but like that is their whole that whole not today yeah is their whole defining attitude okay noodles I love the idea of the duel, mm. but I want to broaden it. Okay. Your entire life, you're doing things, you're developing skills, you're getting good at something. Everyone has this desire, in, I think, innately in, in life to be the best at something or to be really skilled at something. To just be like, like I'm no considered. No one ever a... was. <laughs> or just people, people want to be super skilled in something. They want to be known as an expert in something. They want to be like, well, well, I've gained some recognition like, notoriety rec- legacy in anything yeah. and it can be personal relationships it could be a career it can be you know whatever when you die the god of death challenges you to a a duel of sorts around this whatever it is that you've spent your life becoming the best at death is a cook-off death is a death is a love-off it's just how loving can you be to, to this child this yeah. child in need i need death we, is a race can you outrun death it can be literally that's anything. very cool so that's it, like whatever fun. you're like if you were the the world's best chess champion yeah you've got to now beat death in a chess match it could be that specific but it kind of creates this this desire of perfectionism is not because of some innate sense of competition it's a way to make sure that you get into a like a good state in the afterlife because bringing it back to the whole right. like judgment day thing, this yeah. is the judgment day is can you beat death? Right. And, and, and maybe people don't actually know what happens. if you, or Maybe if you lose, you're sent back. That's, mm. And that's why people know. Mm. Is, and then people go, oh, well, I've got it. And, and all you know is that you lost to death in a duel. And yeah. you don't know what it was and you don't have any skill. Yeah. But, but so there's these people who are walking around kind of like, like marked to repeat. And like they're seen as almost um, – they can be seen as both – pariahs for their failure but they're mm. also like sages for the fact that they've been there and they know and, and like they they've had this yeah. experience they've lived lives but no one really knows what they were yeah so like in maybe it's that you're born there's like a some some sort of like marking or tattoo sure. on your neck that says like kind of just that just is like an indication it's just proof it's just proof that like yeah you've already lived it's just like a little tally that death is putting on your neck to be like the semi tries is taking you to beat me and you've got to get you've got to get better next yeah. time I like the idea of that because I also, but I like the idea of you not knowing what your previous skill exactly. was. You just know, you just you know just, that you sucked at it. You just know that you didn't know you, you could have been amazing. True. You, you, like, you know that maybe you lost. Death just, maybe it was basketball and death just got a buzzer beater. Yeah. The half court shot, right? Like death could get lucky. Like death is, right. isn't inherently, you know, and, and maybe it's that death is just really skilled at every, cause it, I like the idea of the death, the God of death being perceived as, not monolithic they are just they're a gatekeeper in every sense of the word and they are just they are multifaceted they're good at everything they're the god of everything but their primary domain is death because that is the only thing only time you interact with them is when you die i actually disagree with that i think so i'm gonna i'm gonna okay i'm gonna reheat your noodles Um, uh okay in the microwave or are we putting them back in the saucepan is there sauce already on the noodles yeah then microwave okay 
if the sauce was separate, I would put them. I, I might do something different, okay. but like, okay, okay, you know, you know, you know, you fuck you too. Yeah, fuck you too. There's a DC Comics. I I don't think the idea of God, of the God of Death being the God of everything. You could certainly do that if you wanted it to be a monotheistic religion, but instead. What if there was this? What if the god of death was also the most? I'm taking. I, I'm taking I, uh, an idea here from DC Comics. There is a character named Kid Immortal who can see and communicate with the spirits of the dead. That's that's his whole shtick. And he, when he first finds out that he has these powers and that he can summon spirits of the dead, he becomes very. He he gets super smart because he summons albert einstein to teach him physics and he oh. summons uh elliot ness to take care of the bullies and the people in his neighborhood yeah. right okay so it's not that death is the god of anything but death it's just that because death is surrounded by all these spirits of all these incredibly skilled people over time that deity has just built up knowledge and skill right like because yeah. he just learned physics from albert einstein he yeah. learned and he's very malleable because he's a god, so it's like, yeah, he's he can retain that. If, if he play, right. if he plays basketball against Michael Jordan, he's just going to like learn how to play like Michael Jordan, like because Kobe just, taught him. Yeah, well, yeah, since Kobe has passed, yeah, no, but Kobe. perfect example, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, you just absorb those skills, much like Space Jam, and you yeah. are able to to then and like, and it's like almost like a one to one transfer, right? So it's you have to be the best. Like you've got to hope that you don't pick a thing that somebody was so like, don't pick hockey because no one will ever beat Wayne Gretzky. Like don't pick something that is just so right. far and away. So if, if, if something's new, people really rush to it right. in, in the society because they're yeah. like, we all want to be the best at this because it's easier to be best at, best at this and to get through. It's a great excuse for having a highly advanced it can be it, it doesn't matter if it's magical or technological but like this is a reason for a utopic very advanced society because everyone's consistently pushing the bounds of science knowledge technology yeah. research and very competitively not in a way that's collaborative in right. a way that's like it's all very um transactional of like mm. like people keep their, their cards close to the chest because they don't mm -hmm. want anyone to know what they plan for their duel mm-hmm where someone could be like, they're doing a fake out. They're like, oh, I'm an, it's organic chemistry. That's what I'm going for. And then oh, like with, with a wink and a nod. And then it's actually like, they're actually like a mean hacky sacker. And that's what they're going to go with. And imagine bring in your concept of the, the timekeepers. Uh-huh. And you find out you have seven days left. So it's and like a You're just cramming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to fucking study. I got to hack this sack. God damn. That's we what are. she said. <laughs> okay. We can cut that out. I don't I don't know that we should. Um I don't know. I, I don't know if there's more noodles on no, that. No, I don't, I, but I, it's 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 I think it's just intre I, I think that's a really cool, really fun idea. And it doesn't have to be in a monotheistic world. It could be in a polytheistic world. Yeah, it can and, be anything. And you, it could um, uh, imagine a worshipper of that character, uh, a character that's a worshipper of that god of death interacting with someone else that's maybe the god of the sea right like who's a yeah. worshiper of the god of the sea and they're like oh you gotta teach me boating yeah it could be teach me how to sail dude like i gotta you know what i mean yeah. like yeah well i'm thinking okay i'm crossing over the god of the sea and the god of death because we talked a little bit about the like god of drowning of of these gods with that stark uh, 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 i hate that i'm sorry yeah but it's kind of where i'm going um to a degree uh -huh. 
if the god of death, say, is also the god of the sea, or the god of you could pick any specific element of of a world that is like a required part and that thing is then very feared because pe- people do not want to go on the sea hmm. or they're really respectful when they're there because they know this is also the domain of the god of death right. if you step out of line here the consequences are it's like committing a crime in dc where it's like oh no this is federal this isn't yeah this isn't local yeah or it's like you know it's yeah there's that upped jurisdiction yeah of this isn't just like so if you're on a lake fuck around all you want right you go on the ocean now we're in like yeah now it's this is a different situation and you need to be much more careful because yeah. in that scenario the, the the hardest job is going to be a sailor is going yeah. to be a ship captain it's because there's like you also have to be very disciplined and rigid and respectful and you add in these other elements of culture like culturally of what happens if the ocean is so feared and revered as the secondary domain of death and land is considered super safe not because the the oceans are very they're they're calmer unless like they only become super dangerous if you're pissing off the god of death right so say you're on a ship you're out at sea somebody falls ill you try to treat them you know who's going to be mad about that and, and then they're going to they're going to create a, a huge storm that's going to take out the whole boat so there's like this extra layer of fear that every sailor on every ship like knows if something happens to them, if they fall ill, if they get injured, anything, they're just fucked because they can't treat you at sea because they know that that will piss off death and death will take everybody out. So it's imagine like, if you're a pirate, though, if you're out there like actually like daring the guy, you know, like you're a death dare, right? Like you're you're and, they, and, and like you're you're running down ships and hurting people and right like and just i could could you be flaunting the god of death well maybe i mean if it if all the god of death can do is make storm right if the god of the sea just makes storms right and you survive those well, storms they don't necessarily only no maybe but they, you know what i'm saying yeah, right yeah. like if you manage to navigate through somehow very final destination style and just like keep dodging death yeah then i i think that's 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 but at what point does death say i'm actually really enjoying this game with these pirates or whatever like i respect you for being so brash and maybe it's a very different dynamic where they're actually Mm. having a pretty good time with it and they're like i i enjoy these people they're fucking stupid but that's why i like them they're so crazy They're, they're challenging me and i'll let them keep doing it because i'm a little bit bored at a certain point, I can almost imagine them being like, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Like, maybe, yeah. Maybe they just, Davy Jones style, get co-opted and they become the agents of the God of Death at Sea, right? Like, yeah. And they're like, you you won. Yeah. You work for me now, but you won. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> they're still a deity. Well, and um, to bring back something you said earlier, uh, well, something that uh, Vincent said once upon a time, death is a spectrum. Mm. I like the idea of almost like the god of death giving you uh, stages of dying so not illness rolling hit die <laughs> it could be almost like you're you're, you're quasi zombified hmm. you're made into like a revenant of some kind you're hmm. like if you anger them they move you into a state or it could be for any reason but they can move you into a state where they're like you're getting closer to dying hmm maybe you should change your behavior and I'll let you get back to normal life. Hmm. And it's like, oh, you, you transition to this um, 
this revenant state where you're 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 you're, you're becoming somewhat undead hmm. and if you fulfill a goal that i'm sent that i'm setting out for you i'll bring you back to full <laughs> but if you but if you don't do that I'll, I'll i'll move you just fully into like you're now a zombie who's going to be killed by people i'm sorry i'm laughing because it gets back to death as hr because that's just a performance improvement plan a little bit yeah <laughs> that's yeah it's good that's all it is it's a good point but but i like the idea that death has like is utilizing more tools other than just straight up death yeah that they're saying i will move you into different categories mm-hmm. of death so oh you like broke every rule that i have you're mm. just now going to be like a walking skeleton mm. or like i'm just going to like you're going to be like a, a like a talking head just decapitated just chilling there like yeah. and you're going to have to be like that for i i don't like like they can really mess with it they could they it's, could they could say oh you were buried and now i'm waking you back up it's one and of you have the... to stay at like you're buried alive now like they can really fuck with people in this stage like the the stages of death and versions of death and like if you take every undead creature that exists in any sort of fiction of zombies and skeletons and revenants and vampires, you know, and a- a- anything, you could really employ that as a tool if you're the god of death. The idea of uh, I think that's cool. The idea of undeath being either a punishment or a reward. I think so many different f- games and fantasy stories have touched on the idea of is undeath an insult to the god of death or a tool of the god of death right and so think about the relationship between the raven queen and necromancers and she, she don't like them very much she, she, she thinks the undead need to be put down immediately right in in the in the D world yeah versus and for I, reference the raven queen being the goddess of death and she's very territorial but and very neutral she's not evil she's just like this is my territory. This is my territory. And Back up. She's because she's the goddess of the passage of life to death, and yeah. so hates it when those souls are interrupted, when that passage yeah. is interrupted. But I could also see um, a god of death being very comfortable with the idea of necromancy, and again, maybe that is a gift that they give to their to priests to reward them for their dedication and and service maybe it is something that they it's I've something got, to play I, with i've got some noodles on that which is i because they're using it as a tool right we're assuming a territorial element and i think in a lot of this conversation about mm-hmm. how god how the god of death is re- relating to society mm-hmm. but what if they instead they don't really care they're not as they're not as invested in making sure that they're getting their due, that every soul comes to them, or whatever. And they're instead like, yeah, no, like we'll play fast and loose with that because I got other, I got other goals. Yeah, I want to move into, I want to diversify my portfolio. Yeah, I want to become a god of crafts. I hmm. want to become a, a god of the sea. I want to become a god of celebration. I want to have other things, and they might use undeath as a tool to like say oh a um a beloved leader dies mm. oh, a little bit of undeath for you come back be my like disciple mm. and tell people how great i am mm-hmm. start spreading the good word and start to kind of invest basically in you know like oh build a brothel build a tavern mm. build in my a, name yeah build these things that are like i want to be i, I want to be um dionysus who's the dionysus yeah, yeah bacchus like, yeah bacchus uh, wait, God. Right? Well, Bacchus is his Roman name. Yeah. 
Dionysus is a Greek name. Yes. I want to be a Dionysus version. And maybe there's a bit of, it's a little bit easier to yeah. do that. You just like start throwing a lot of parties. I want this leader to go do that. Mm-hmm. Spread debauchery around, like a, a, around this city. I want to be known for this as well. Use it as a tool around wherever they want. Hmm. They, they can fuck with other people and say, this guy has been a real asshole and has like, is is hurting my reputation. Hmm. I will make them, I'll zombify them and they're going to like, eat their spouse or something and they're going to ruin their reputation yeah. and they'll be like everybody like oh my god did you hear what that what happened there and i don't know how this plays out and people don't just track everything be like well obviously that's the god of death so that's right. behind that but you can spin it how you oh, want you but i like the idea of, of of using it as a tool to kind of create like not rewards not uh punishments just uh hey i'll, I'll let you live a little bit longer like this is a transaction you do something for me i'll give you something back like you get to just yeah. be alive for a while longer and like you're not in this sense on death being you're just simply alive, but not that you're like decrepit and like rotten. Well, what's that line from um, Shadow of Mordor? We are banished from death. A little bit that. Right? Like where it's just like it doesn't apply to you. Yeah. It's not an option. And maybe they can do that for like uh, for anybody. They yeah. could just say, you've earned my respect. You've earned something from me. You're banished from death. Yeah. You get to keep living. And it's like a quasi immortality. Yeah. But it can be revoked. At any time. Yeah. If you step if you step out of line. Or you're done. Good job. Yeah. Like again, you've completed your task. You complete your task. Yeah. You know. You can use it as a carrot and a stick. Because yeah. I the god of death being and I, I think I've really hit on this a lot in this episode, is I don't like the idea of the god of death being too uh monolithic and be like, all I do is maintain the death. Oh no. I, I think what I think the I think the different concepts of death and what death I mean, I, I as you were talking, this idea of like, oh, I'm going to bring this person back and that person back. This idea of death as a trickster deity kind of started popping so up good. into my head. Of like, could love you, it. Could you prank someone? Yeah. Like, could you use death as a prank? Or like, maybe your goal oh is, you know, like you're a god of death that only works on Halloween, and the only way, like, you have to scare people to okay. death, right? Like, you know, something like that. Like, I, I don't know why. It was just I, I just thought went that'd be so fun. fucking dark with this too. I'm an, I'm I'm going to say the dark thing. We apologize uh, in advance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We are broken I, people. Because they're, they're a god, they really don't have any conception of what's actually funny. So it's only, <laughs> it's only what's funny to them. So I'm imagining... <laughs> oh, God. Um, Please continue. Dealey Plaza. JFK's head gets shot. Uh-huh. Splatter uh-huh. on Jackie. Uh-huh. Everyone freaks the fuck out. Hilarious? And then he just comes back to life. <laughs> Gotcha. And everyone's horrified and scarred because he has no conception of what's funny or not, but he has so much power. He has he has this domain of death that he doesn't know how to wield very softly. That's super Terry Pratchett. Terry, Terry Pratchett. Pratchett. Yeah, he's just he's he's assassinating world leaders when everyone's watching and then be like, Oh, okay, I'll take it back. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Ha ha ha. I that sounded funny in my head why is everyone so sensitive now yeah like that kind of thing like uh like very much any um the edgy comics of today who who aren't funny but they just like i can't get away with anything yeah like well no you just wasn't it wasn't i used to i used to release plagues every hundred years (laughs) and now and now oh my god God. i love the idea that every single bad like every war every natural disaster everything you realize is just death thought it was gonna be funny yeah and then was like no one's laughing why isn't anyone laughing anymore damn it what the fuck and it's so often like it's monolithic and it's so tropey 
Yeah. It's so death is either evil or dark or grim. And it it's not to say that you still can't use those tropes. Yeah. They they're good. They're good. Just bring just be it's cocaine bear. Absolutely. Like and you could even still maintain that trope but play with it a little bit. You know, I remember once during uh I think it was during our topography in the natural world episode where it was um if you live in a world where the sun is unbearably hot and and scorching, right? Then yeah, yeah your god of death would probably be associated with light. And yeah. not with darkness. Yeah, good point. Right? And with fire and not cold, right? You, If you lived in a world, you know, with where you, with the cliff dwelling society that we've talked about so many times, right? That the god of death might be associated with falling instead of, you know, like rising up the way that yeah. you might be. Right? Yeah, like, like you, you associate you, with it, whatever, whatever the danger is in your world will, will then have a close association to death right and that is the and that's a way to take the existing tropes and and play around with them make them fit i think from a, a the perspective of creating a a whole new world play with like what it actually means well i think that's probably a good place to stop what stuck for you i love the idea of the death challenge like death yeah. is a test and death is so skilled because the god of death just absorbs all of the knowledge of all the incredibly skilled people over time. I think yeah. that's a really fun I think that's really fun from a storytelling perspective. I think it fits from a from a cosmo cosmological perspective. Yeah. I think it fits from a storytelling per like I, I think I tends across the board, right? Like I just yeah. think that's a great conception of death. And I really am comforted by the idea of like that that concept of death is death being a shepherd i yeah. think that's just very or like that you know like and like you said death popping up and you and you just follow yeah. and it you know it, it it could be random it could also be you know the shepherd just shows up for you and yeah it's like well i gotta go yeah see you later i love you guys what about you the timekeepers yeah i really like the timekeepers yeah. um and that's I like, a great mechanic I, I and i like the follow-up that it creates of like what are, what are the implications of that i like the economics around yeah. it of what what are people doing what does when, it mean for industry yeah like you have a week to die you yeah. a week to live a week till you die what's going to happen around that and right. i really like the you gotta idea. cram you gotta get your paperwork together you gotta yeah. like well and i like the and I, and I don't in that situation i don't think you need the the duel with with death i, I think you could apply it anyway absolutely Just anytime where you're like you, you know you're dying in a week i think that's i think that could be fun i also love the idea of as a gm of having the that be like almost the basis the basis of an adventure is everyone's trying yeah. to well we're trying to to earn our our time we, we want to be told that we're, it's good to go so we're venturing to figure out what it is right. and, and that the whole grave cleric idea of like the grave cleric who's silent and then he just hands everybody a note eventually at some point in the adventure and says one week i'm just imagining the the reaction at the party whenever the npc because it would be it'd totally be an npc party member yeah uh when, when they just all of a sudden for the first time ever do something yeah speak and, yeah or speak and and just say hand it and then say right. goodbye and just deuce out and that's the only word they ever yeah. say it's just dimension door yeah something to, like that so yeah. I, I i like that idea. it'd be a great way to start a one shot too is being like oh you, you have one week to live you have one week to live or you have one day to live and what are you gonna do? like here we go yeah yeah um last well, what stuck for us and let us know what stuck for you thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening goodbye, goodbye.